0: now, from beyond our dimension, this is the Jeff Mara Podcast. Here's Jeff.
1: My guest is Jason Janis, who had a near-death experience. During his near-death experience, he encountered God, and today we're going to learn about it. Jason, thank you so much for being my guest today, and welcome.
0: Thank you for having me, Jeff. I appreciate it.
1: All right, if you don't mind, can we start on the day your NDE happened and go from there?
0: Absolutely. And I'm going to tell you right off, I don't remember exactly what day it was, Um, but I was admitted to the ICU due to this lovely pandemic. And um, I just remember waking up in the ICU on a ventilator where I was for a month. Um, And my, my NDE is a little bit different or a lot different than, than most. Um, I don't remember what day it was. Um, I, I know, that it was a, a lot of time had passed, but I was off the ventilator. Um, I was breathing. Okay. I was on, on the up and up. And the whole time that I was there, I kept looking up to my left. There was a significant presence there. I didn't know it but my, my soul knew it and it was drawn to what was the TV in the upper left hand corner. And so much so that one of the ICU nurses is like, do you want to turn the TV on? And I'm like, no, but there's, there's, there's somebody there. There's people there, you know? And I'm like, no, you can't say that. They're going to think you're nuts. Um, but I was drawn to the TV and I just kept looking that way. And, um, I just remember feeling vulnerable. I had been through the verge of death. When I asked, you know, what had happened, she says, you had no more blood pressure. Your blood pressure was gone. If we didn't, you know, put you on a ventilator, you were dead. You were active and in the process of dying. And I, I don't remember any of that, but I just remember nobody being in the room. It was a beautiful day out just a beautiful, beautiful day out. I just kept staring at it. I was just drawn to the TV. Like I can't describe it. It was my soul was yearning. And then all of a sudden I just, I cried out. Like I said, I was vulnerable. I was beaten down into nothing. I had nothing left to give anymore. I, I had no energy, no nothing. And I, I, I knew something was there and I just, I began to cry out to God. I said, God, please. And when I mean cry out, I was sobbing uncontrollably. I said, God, please, please don't let me die. Now I'm going to back up just a little bit. I was a Catholic. Um, and I hadn't been to church in 35 years. Um, I kind of abandoned my faith. I never stopped believing, but I abandoned. I didn't talk to God. I didn't talk to the Lord. I didn't pray. Um, And But in that moment, um, I had a yearning that was undeniable and unquenchable. So I began to sob. I I said, God, please don't let me die, please. I said, I love you with all my heart and all my soul. I love, Lord, I love you with all my heart and all my soul. And I said, please forgive me for abandoning you. Um, And I went on to describe how much I love my kids. I said, please let me see my daughters, you know. Um, and there was nobody in the room. It was just me, and it was, like I said, me being vulnerable. And um, I began to describe um, the love that I have for someone here, Um, and I said, please don't take her from me. Please, please. And it was in that moment of me describing my love for her was all of a sudden time stopped. It felt like somebody in World War II turned a spotlight on me, and it just hit me. And it was nothing but this unconditional love. Um, it's a love that it, that's there's no way to describe it here on earth. there's there's just nothing to describe it. It was pure. It was unconditional love and acceptance. And I didn't realize that when I was talking to the TV, that I had become level with the TV, and all of a sudden I could see the whole room. And I looked down at w- a window that I was supposed to be level at, I was looking down at, and I just remember looking outside, and the the grass was alive. It was um, the greenest green. I There's no words to describe the color of the green that it was. And the trunks of the trees, they were alive. The brown was... I can't describe it. It was just amazing. And I just remember not talking out loud anymore, because when, as soon as that, that spotlight hit, my soul knew it was God. He had, he was there. Um, and I began just talking to him and saying, you know, but not out loud, my mind was speaking. And I said, I love you. Um, and I just, I I soaked up the love and my, my spirit knew exactly where I was. I was no longer in my body. I was no, even though I was still in the hospital, I was not in my body. I was, I don't know, eight feet in the air, you know, however long the the ICU was. And I just remember soaking up and then all of a sudden my attention turned from the TV to almost right in front of me. And the Lord was there. I felt his presence um, because I called on them both. And even though no visible forms of communication were there, um, everything was downloaded instantly um, on who was there. I mean, God was, the Father was off to my left. The Lord was almost straight in front of me. And um, we just sat there in harmony. And um, he just gave me and took away from me so much when you say took away and I'm like, yeah, because, um, he destroyed the pride that was in, me, you know, where you think you're just everything. And, um, he humbled me beyond belief. I mean, he in essence took out everything that was bad. Um, and, and filled me with all the questions that I was asking, um, and just gave me this love that I've never experienced before. Um, and like I say, I don't know how long I was there or how long this, this took place. Because in that billionth of a second, time stopped. There is no time. I could have been there 30 years. I could have been there 10 minutes. I don't know. But um, like I told Melissa, you know, I, I wasn't flying across the universe. I wasn't you know, meeting all of these, you know, past family members or actually going there. But this light that was just, that had engulfed me, it was like I was placed in the middle of the sun. And it was as warm as we were talking about earlier. Um, I don't know, it it was just warm, but it was fully penetrating. It engulfed every being of my soul. Like I said, in that moment, um, I stopped sobbing and I, what I've come to know later is I stood up and I was standing there, hence the height difference of, from me being laying in the bed to, you know, standing in front of father and, um, he showed me what the meaning and he told me what the meaning of life was. And it was very simple and it's something that we all fail at or a majority of us do. And he, you know, our, our reason for being here is simply love. We are to love one another as we love ourselves. And that's something he also fixed in me is I never found myself worthy or worthy of being loved, let alone give love. And he showed me how much he loved me. And when the Lord showed up, it was magnified even more it was almost I can't I don't want to use the word unbearable but it was ah, there's just no words to describe it it was just every part of my being was just now love and it was a lot and um, you know when he when he did that and he showed me that love and he showed me what we were, here for and why we were here um, it was to love and to be loved to love yourself and to have empathy for others because when he showed me the amount of love that he has for me and I, and in that moment I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie it felt like I was his only son and his only adoration and it was beautiful, pure um, unconditional love and When we look with disdain on others or we put someone down, we're putting him down. We're putting, you know, his son down because we're created in his image. And if we're made of love and our spirits are are light and energy, um, which we are, um, we are to love and to give that love. And I failed at that my whole life my whole life, you know, it was always the haves against the have-nots. Well, why don't I have this? You know, it's not fair. This None of that makes sense. I mean, none of it, I mean, it makes sense now because it's, it's an unrealistic thing. It's this physical world is nothing. We, you know, everything that we have house or car or whatever we have is, is nothing. And the, and the Lord said that he says, don't fall in love with the material world. This is nothing. And it's right, you know, I've chased the wrong things my whole life. Um, And he showed me how much I was loved and how much I am loved. And, um, And again, all of this takes place without your mouth ever moving. It is just before you think of something, it's there. You know, and like I said, I could see around the whole room. I mean, the door was over there. There was no one there, beautiful outside. And all I thought to myself right away, it was like, wow, what a beautiful day to die. And I'm like, you know, even though I asked not to die, you know, um, I would have gladly stayed there. You know, once you reach that other side or once you reach that spirit world, you don't look back and say, "Oh, you know, this, that, or the other thing. I didn't think about my children anymore. I didn't think about family. I, I was, I was home and I wanted to stay there. And um, like I said, there was no sense of time or, or anything like that was just, the best way to describe it is like a nonverbal communication, you know, it's just happening instantaneously And, um, I just remember telling father that I I loved him. I love you, you know, and then when the Lord was there, you just become humbled. You know, you are nothing of what you are in this materialistic world, you know? Um, and I, like I said, I just, I wanted to stay there. I didn't, I didn't want it to end. Um, he fixed the, the, fixed the problems that I was fixed. I was okay, um, and then while while that was taking place, there was a little bit of downtime, and I just was was just there in that moment. And then all of a sudden, two hands lay you know laid me on my you know on my chest, and I don't want to say push, but guided my soul back into my body, and um, I was instantly put to sleep. I mean, a sleep that I have never been in. It was a deep sleep. Um, I don't know how long I was out or whatever, but I remember when I did finally wake up, that presence by the TV was no longer there or in front of me because that's exactly where my head turned to. I looked there, and there was there was there was nothing. Um, no sense of being drawn there or that's where Father was. Um, the Lord wasn't there. Um, but when I woke up, I, it, it took me a while to gain my composure because I had two nurses, ICU nurses, you know, in my, you know, we tried to wake you, we tried to wake you for a long time. You wouldn't wake. And I'm like, I'm fine. And, um, I didn't dare tell anybody because, well, who's gonna, in my, in my head, I was like, who's going to believe me. But, um, I was just left with this love that even when I told them, you know, tell people, I said, I don't even, I have so much of it. And I look at people now differently. I look at situations differently. You know, this is a school that we're in. And that's one of the things that I understood when we were there is that we chose to come here. We chose everything that happens in our lives, good, good, well, it's all good, you know, our, anything that happens bad or hate or whatever, it's just the absence of God, it's the absence of love, and so some people can say, well, you know, it's just uh, an illusion, and it is, because we as individuals here in the mortal world, you know, we allow evil or hate to creep in, it's not what God wanted, but he gives us a certain amount of free will um, to learn, and he doesn't look at it as anything. You know, when we consider it a mistake, as you know, well, you don't deserve to come home, and you know, this, that, or the other thing. And he, you know, it's a learning experience, and um, that's that's exactly how he looks at it. So, like I was telling you earlier, I was. Christian Catholic, um, my whole life over 50 years. Um, and when this happened, I didn't know how to, I needed to talk about it. It was an overwhelming need almost to, I tried to dismiss it. I tried to put it back in my conscious. And even though I never left the hospital room, I never went anywhere. Um, it was insanely powerful and beautiful. Um, so, I reached out to my pastor. He wanted to talk to me. I told him what had happened, um, and he said, "Well, I would like you know you to talk to confirmation students, and I would like you to talk to the parish, you know." Um, and he, when I was telling him what had what had happened and what had occurred, his his face slowly became. It looked like I was torturing him. You know, his it was like. You know, just and I'm like, and then he blew me off. He he wouldn't um, return my phone calls, wouldn't return emails, and you know, again, I felt dejected and I guess unwanted to a certain extent. And then it realized, you know, I realized, and, you know, in the moment when I was when that was happening, is God did not care about my religion. He didn't care one way or another that I was Catholic, didn't care. He just had nothing but unconditional love for me. And um, when I realized that organized religion is wrong and bad um, because it divides people, when you talk to somebody and say, are you spiritual? And you, oh, I do believe in God. I do believe you can have a healthy conversation. But when you say, well, I'm Protestant, well, I'm, you know, then it becomes a headbutt and then it becomes a fight and over what, you know, God loves you. God loves, he loves nobody differently than he just loves nobody differently. We are all the same. And I just, it, it came to the conclusion that in order to have a relationship with our father, you have to love him. You have to love yourself first, which is something that I never did. Um, and I have a love for myself now that I just didn't think would be possible. And hence now my love for other people and um, has grown to the point of where I don't even know what to do with it. And again, there was the thumb in my side saying, you know, as he said, I want you to tell people I'm here, tell people you know, and same thing with the Lord. He was like, I'm here. I am alive. I'm very much here. I see you. And that was the thing is, um, even though I wasn't actively dying and whatever, I called out to him. I called him and he saw me. He knew what was going on. He knew every little detail of what I was going through. And when I called upon him, um, He showed up in person, didn't send angels, didn't send anybody. It was him father and his son showed up to let me know that not only may I love, but I see you. I know everything you're going through. I know your thoughts. And it was all just a download. Like when you download something from your computer, it just gets downloaded and it's just instantaneous. And, um, And that's when I, when I realized I had been going at life completely wrong. And, you know, I, I cut ties with Catholicism and um, began to realize that I was more of a universalist than um, Catholicism, because that speaks more to what our father is, you know, um, which is love, 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 everything that, our Lord talked about was love. And why was he sent here? You know, if if you talk to a a Catholic, well, he died for our sins. No, we have messed things up so bad that he came down here to show us how to love. If you listen to Christ's word, it's love. Love one another as I love you. You know, love your neighbor. Um, Love. I mean, he showed us that no one was better than anybody down here and that we are all meant to love. And that's what was given to me was this unconditional love. Um, and as I, as I told others, I said, it's profoundly changed my life. The man that I was two years ago is dead. That person is no longer alive. I see people differently. I look at people differently. I have love for them. I have empathy for them. Um, when they tell me of a situation that they're going through, I try and comfort them and let them know that they're loved, that they are loved not only by me, but father, in a way that is indescribable here on earth, because there's nothing to describe it accurately and efficiently enough. Um, and that's that was basically mine. It happened in the ICU. It happened when I was in recovering, I, mean, I was off the ventilator, I was off everything, and. I want people to know that even when they think they're not seen, and this is this is big, um, and it's huge, it's something that I would have liked to have known, but you know, it happened to me, you know, in my fifties. Um, is that every single one of us here on this earth are are seen? He sees you. He knows your situation. He knows everything that's going on, and you are are loved. And I know it seems goofy and cliche, but, um, it's not, it's, it's not. And, um, as I was being, you know, pushed back into my soul was being, you know, pushed back into my body. Um, it was just one more intense blast of, I love you. And, um, And then it was lights out. And then I woke up and um, I've been slowly, but surely trying to tell people my story those that want to hear it. I've been called a liar. I've been called a zealot. I've been told to stop spreading Christianity. Um, Again, lots of you're, you're a liar. Um, Never once did I ever tell anybody what my religion was, but
1: well, Jason, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Do you feel that when you experienced the love from God, it was the love that you've always been yearning for?
0: Absolutely. Um, and I'll be honest with you, I yearn for it now. I mean, if you know my life ended tomorrow or or whatever, I would be joyful. You know, people think that um, death is something to be feared. If God is love and he wants us to love, don't you think that even in our mortal death, this body, when it's dying, that he wouldn't make it beautiful and, or loving. And it was the most beautiful experience that I've ever had. And that trumps having my children, having three college degrees. It doesn't matter it was that moment that I was in the presence of father. Um, and that love is something that I yearn for every second of the day. Um, like I said, it was the most beautiful thing. And it was the purest thing. If somebody says they love you here, it's, I don't want it to sound bad, but it fails in comparison. It's an F. You know, there, there is nothing to describe that warmth and love. And it's Universal acceptance um by the universe you know not just father and the lord but it's the universe is happy and 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 full of love and um i wish you know i could experience that again and i know i will and it's left me with um no fear so people say it's cocky and i said it's not cocky there's nothing to fear because fear is an illusion it is something that we create, not father. Um, so it's I have this sense of um just it's not, like I said, it's not a cog, I just have no fear, you know, of anything anymore. Um, because I know we are all taken care of. I know where we come from, you know, all of us here, including you, we're millions of years old. I mean, we may be. This mortal body may be 50 years old, but we're infinite, and we have been around for infinity. We chose at this particular point in time to come down and experience and to learn. Again, this is the school of life. You know, we are here to learn, and Father and the Lord already knows we're going to make mistakes. We're going to stumble. We're going to fall. We're going to make some bad decisions, but um, we are universally loved. And, um, that's something that I would like to to press on to people is that you are loved and, you know, don't look at it as a mistake or, you know, an epic failure, you know, embrace it, look at it, learn from it, because that's what we're here to do. We are here to learn, um, and do our best to, you know, go forward. Um, another thing that was given to me is we are, we are, I wouldn't say allowed, but he doesn't want us to give up you know, when the tough get going, you know, that kind of thing. He, we're not, you know, he doesn't want us to give up. You know, we always have to, to put up that good fight, you know, and to just, you know, when you just have nothing left anymore to, to get up and to keep going forward, because again, you know, he sees you, he knows exactly what's going on. And, um, I've had a couple of other things happen to me, um, since I've been home and I would say spiritually wise, um, I've been left in tune with the spirit world. So I'll be sitting here at home, I'll be cooking or whatever. My body will start to tingle. Generally it starts around my midsection to my chest, but then it'll, it'll engulf me. And, um, I know there are people, you know, people around me and, I'll stop what I'm doing, and I said, I know you're here. I feel you. What do you need? You know, and I I, I love you all. You know, I know you're here because I can feel it. I've been in tune with it. It's like, you know, when you plug something into the you know the you know, the wall, and you're you feel that electricity because that's what we are. We are nothing but energy. And um, some of us, after our NDs are still in tune with that, and I very much am. Um, and I feel it, it happened to me last night. My my body started just to tingle, and uh, I, I know you're here. You know, I know you're close by, and you know when you're on that level, it's so comforting to know the love that is around you. It's um, amazing, and it again, it's just left me with a sense of there's nothing to fear, nothing because you are taken care of, you are loved, and then in your worst day which all of us in a mortal body are going to have, we are going to die, but you are going to have the most beautiful experience of, you know, transitioning from earth to going back
1: home closely after your experience. Did you find yourself in depression because you knew that you were not surrounded by that love anymore and you were trying to get back to it?
0: Um, To a certain extent, I still am because I didn't have anybody to talk to right away. And a couple of people that I talked to, was like, shut up. You're still here. I'm like, um, how do you try and describe it to somebody that one may not believe it or um, care to, I guess. Um, so I was left all alone. And again, I was yearning for going home because this isn't home. This is just, you know, when we ship our kids off to school, you know, they go to school. Okay, well, we kind of shipped ourselves off here <laughs> to go to school. And, you know, not many of us get to experience going back home and then and then coming back. You know what? Maybe there's 2 million of us out of a almost 5 billion people on the earth. What is that? 1%, 1.5% of us get to experience that. Um, I was very depressed in... Um, I just laid there for the longest time and I was like, I, you know, why I kept repeating to myself, well, why did you ask to not die? Well, I don't, you know, cause when I was in that moment, when I was there, um, I didn't care about here anymore. It was, you already know instantly that everything is okay. There's your kids are going to be okay. Everything that's going to be here is okay. And um, you just know that you're home and that's, I, I don't want it to sound bad like I want to die I don't but I want I want that feeling again you know I want that love and I know it's coming And it, you know it, it's going to be back because we're all going to go home um and it's it's a feeling that once you have it 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 even though it happened two years ago I it feels like 30 seconds ago you know and I can feel it my 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 spirit is alive. I mean, I know it sounds stupid, but it's like it was energized and it finally sees what, you know, my body is now seeing what my, my spirit has been telling me all along. It's just like, you know, now my body and my mind has caught up to everything. And now everything is just gone like this. And it's just like, you know, I want it, you know, there's nothing on this earth that will ever come close to that feeling. Um, only father can only father's love can give you that. And yes, I was depressed for a long time trying to make sense of why I, you know, why I really came back. So
1: did you say that Jesus was also in the room with you? And if so, did you have any interaction with Jesus?
0: Um, No, not in the sense of like, you know, you and I are here is like when I was drawn towards the TV, um it was father you know um and then when I was in that moment when my spirit left my body and I was um I want to say level with him but you know up there um all of a sudden I felt a very strong presence to right in front of me and I turned directly from father to to the lord and my spirit knew it was him um and I knew I was safe. I knew I was secure. I knew I was loved. And I told the Lord that I loved him and I got, you know, the response, you know, that my spirit needed from that. And again, um, it wasn't a verbal conversation. It wasn't like, you know, I'm, I'm I'm now in the heavens or, or whatever it was. Um, I don't know how to, to call it, Anything but that, I mean, I wasn't in my body. I was still in the hospital room, but father was to the left, Lord was to the right in front of me. And it was a three-way communication of love. It was just a circle of love. I love you, I love you, I love you. And you know, um, everybody thinks of their bad experiences they had, or they treated somebody poorly, or they did somebody poorly, or this, that, or the other. It was that slate was gone it was you know i love you and it was nothing but love i mean i know it, it i keep saying it over and over but that's that's what it was and you know I, I was embraced not only by the light but by father's love and the lord's love it just engulfed me like an inferno and it was warm i mean it felt like i was placed in the middle of the sun i mean it wasn't overbearing but it was it was intense it was strong and it was nothing but love. Um, and it was the Lord that pushed me back into my body. Um, and I woke up, like I said, with the sense of um an unbelievable knowing and confidence and an unquenchable thirst of love for everyone. Um and again, the reason I'm doing this, this interview with you is because, you know, it's something that he told me. He's like, I want you to tell people I'm here. Let everyone know I'm very much alive. And again, that I see you. you are, you know, you're seen, I'm seen, everybody is seen, everybody is loved. And it was, You know, some people may be at the crossroads of religion, or trying to make sense of something they can't put their finger on, or in a a spiritual turmoil or crisis. And um, as much as I wanted to let this experience just lie and and just um, just let it be, um, I wasn't allowed. You know, it was like talk, 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 and. You know, after I I got done doing another interview, I felt this unbelievable sense of love again that um, it has just come, it's just, it's constantly there. It's just, you know, the Holy Spirit works in ways that you will never understand, you know, and I was given that opportunity to not only see that, but feel it as well as that, you know, when you may not know what he's doing or what's going on or how to perceive it, but it's all out of love. You know, um, and I yearn for it every day, every second of the day.
1: Can you recall any of the questions that you had for God and the answers that you received?
0: They were all about, um, and it's so weird to, to, to even think about it because it's instantaneous. It's like the meaning of life, you know, why are we here? You know, and again, here we go. Love. You know, we, like I said, we chose to come, you know, it's an experience that it's kind of like a school lunch line. We're, we're standing up there and we're wanting this experience. And, you know, it's kind of like signing a contract. Like when you buy your car or your house, right. We sign a contract. We, we say what we want to do and we're going to do this. And this is all that was given. Um, And we sign up for this. And then, you know, the time comes, we choose our parents, we choose what's going to go on. And then we're in the mortal world. Um, So when he shows you this, not shows you, but it's just, it's it's an instantaneous thing is, you know, it, it's simple. We're here to love and you're here to show love and empathy and caring. And as I love you, you know, as father said, um, and it made life here easy because if this is what we're meant to do, then, you know, it doesn't matter what kind of house you're living. In. It doesn't matter what kind of car you have or the kind of clothes that you have on. It doesn't matter. It doesn't mean anything. What matters is, you know, did you talk to that homeless person when you were, when you walked by, Hey, are you okay? Everything Okay. You know, or somebody got in a car accident, like I've stopped a couple times. I've seen, are you okay? You know, and you can see the relief and the love on that person's face when like there's somebody cares, like, wow. Um, He just showed me or told me that the meaning, you know, of life is love. Mm -hmm. And that, that was it. You know, we, we choose this experience. We chose what you have going on, what I have going on, the neighbors, whatever. It's its our choice. And like I said, we have a certain amount. Everybody says, well, it's God's will. No, he's following what you said you wanted to do. And you will have a certain you know amount of free will to, to go do things. But I'm sure you've had this experience. I know I've had it where all of a sudden doors were just slammed shut. Boom. And you had one of the worst experiences of your life. And why you know all this well you went down a road you weren't supposed to go down now he gave you a little leeway in it but in the end you know he slammed that door shut because you weren't meant to go there you weren't meant to do that you weren't meant to have that job why as well it's it's simple you signed up for what you signed up for and he's going to abide by that that contract and if it means slamming the door well then that's going to be a lesson that we've needed to learn and we're going to learn it you know the hard way. Um, And again, it was those types of things that, that were given to me and um, it's made life so much easier when you can see the simplicity of it and what really matters. Um, And again, what really matters is love. You know, it's it's so simple.
1: When you were out of your body, did you feel like that experience is more real than normal everyday experience here on earth?
0: Absolutely, because you are um, in tune with the universe. Not just Father, not just the Lord and everything else, but it's a um, a universal thing. You know, um, it's freeing. This is a weight. This is dead weight to me. And it, I feel like it every day, you know, that this is just, You know, it's heavy. It's like wearing iron chains compared to the freedom of being out of your body. This is just, we're forced into a vessel. And this is where you stay until, you know, you go home. And it's, to me, it's like dead weight. It is constricting. um, And it's just, (laughs) it's just something that I want to get rid of because, you know, you're free. When you leave your body and you know it, like I said, you know, I was in the, in the, in the midst of uncontrollable sobbing and in a, a billionth of a second, I was, I knew where I was. I knew who I was with and I could, like I said, without looking, you know, I, I could see the door. I could see all the, the instruments behind me. Um, and it, it's just freeing. It's liberating, you know, um, and there's you just realize how I just want to say it, how old you are, how infinite you are, that time and space are all one. You are all one, you know, and you're a part of that. And um and then to be confined back into this, it's hard. Um, because you know what's there, you know what's out there, you know. want to say this i don't can't say everything but you just know i guess i have to use that word everything because you know what father needs you know what we are you know that we are infinite we are thousands and thousands and thousands of years old um and we just come here for the experience this is like you know it's like when you go someplace that you haven't gone or or you're in, enveloped in something it's for that experience you're looking to gain something but um our souls are here to experience the love and i'm going to say suffering um the whole gamut of what, what being mortal is about um and then there's the messengers like myself and you know others that have experienced this know that um what this is is really nothing compared to what we really are and when you when you realize that it's it's a a stifling feeling because like I told you when you asked me do you yearn every second of the day you know it's it's never out of my mind I think about it from the time I wake up to the time I close my eyes and um I know I'm here for unfinished business or to finish out what I signed up for. Um, We don't know what that is, you know, um, but, you know, that's why infants die. That's why somebody will die when they're 17, 32, 50, 102, you know, whatever it is that we need to do um, when that moment comes, anything after that, you know, will be your transition into going home and it's beautiful.
1: Was it revealed to you why we suffer so much on earth?
0: Yeah. It's the absence of love. It's the absence of what God is our father, which is love. And when, and I briefly touched on it, it's like, you know, we have that contract. So when we go down a road that we're not supposed to go down, it gets shut down. Um, And, those fearful experiences, those types of pain and suffering that we're talking about is because those individuals are lost. You know, like I said, I allowed evil to creep in, and evil is just the absence of God. If God is love, then why would we have bad experiences? Well, we allowed that experience to consume us. We we get lost, so to speak. Um, and then when we become lost, you know, father doesn't intervene in there. And you're like, well, why? Well, there's that sense of free will, you know, um, and he's going to allow that to, you know, as, as we say down here, you know, with say mass shootings or all the COVID deaths or whatever's going on, you know, um, again, it's a learning experience. Um, And those certain individuals are just lost. They've shut out the light, they've let the darkness consume. And, you know, when we've all of us have had that experience where, you know, um, when I was really depressed, when I got when I was finally able to come back home, and I looked around, and I'm like, what is this? This is you know, you become fearful, you become um, angry, you know, Um, and others, you know, when I began to process it and realized, you know, um, I fully, I finally, for the first time in my life, fully submitted myself or to father and unconditional, like I am yours. I love you. This is my heart. It's yours. I will do your bidding. I will, I will do your will to the best of my ability and those individuals, you know, who suffer are lost and it it saddens my heart when I, when I see it and I just want to reach out and just hug them and, and to look at somebody in the eye and say, you are loved more than you could ever possibly understand. And, you know, I just want to say, talk to father, talk to God. He sees you he hears you he knows your 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 thoughts even before you're going to say it you know and i'm just i just say turn to father talk to him have that relationship and um submit yourself you know in ancient times giving your heart to someone meant you you know you subjugated yourself you submitted you know and um when when you can do that and realize your spirit is yearning for father and and home um there would be no suffering if everybody were just to have that love and empathy everybody would have a home everybody would have food on their table nobody would be murdering anybody nobody you know everything would be this and you have those that unfortunately choose not to believe and and just become lost And that's really what it is. People are lost. And um, if you turn to God and you turn to the Lord, you're choosing love. And if, you know, love is there, then you have the light and light will conquer all dark. And when you have that, nothing can go wrong.
1: What do you think inspires you the most about your experience?
0: Took me a while to realize it, but how much I wanted to share this experience because if I would have kept it to myself, it would have been selfish beyond measure. Because like I said, there's somebody out there that may watch this, this interview that may be struggling spiritually, that may be stuck in a corner and say, there is no way out. And it's, if this can help that person and to know that they are loved to know that they are seen they are heard that you know um that may change their perspective on life It may be, you know a relationship or work or or whatever um I felt if I wouldn't have done it other than you know the thumb and the side saying I'm here you know talk you know um it would have been brutally selfish to to hold that to myself um Because I do want people to know how much they're loved, not only by me, but by God, by the Lord, Um, and that you are valued. What you say matters, what you feel matters, and that you are not alone. Um, And like I said, I have become a messenger. It wasn't by choice. You know, I didn't say, you know, I'm going to sign up for this. It's like, you know, some of those things that I struggle with was, you know, as you always hear survivors, why me? You know, why did you choose me in Wisconsin in, you know, wherever I'm at? And, you know, why not somebody else? Well, I didn't get that choice. I didn't get that. It's just, you know, you are chosen. You, you know, are my messenger and I want you to let everybody know I'm here. I love you. I love everyone. Um, And come to me, talk to me have a relationship with me and that's what that's what what he really wants is he really wants us to have a relationship with him mama when I mean that I talk to him daily and I'm not just my morning prayers I talk to him probably 400 times during the day I say my evening prayers and it starts again you know and it could be I'm watching somebody's nde and I'm touched and I, I can feel their love I can feel what they're saying because it resonates with me you know I'll get emotional and again I'm, I'm talking to Father, I love you, you know I feel you um, in ways that I never thought would be possible. and again, that's something that I can't describe. it's just something inside of you that is just alive and um, in tune with now home. I mean it's I don't know, it's an amazing thing and it's a beautiful thing but sometimes, it becomes I don't know like a weight like a burden but it's not a burden it's a gift you know and I constantly have to remind myself that he's given you this beautiful gift he's you know you're a teacher go out and 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 talk and sometimes you know in the beginning I was scared because like you know like I said you know I've been called a liar so many times and I'm like a zealot and I'm like really and I'm like well and then I got mad you know and I was sitting there talking on the couch and you know I stopped what I was doing. I said, see what I tell you? I said, nobody's going to believe me. Nobody cares because, you know, and I told you, and, you know, and if I want to go into biblical script, you know, the Lord said, you know, for all those that persecute you in my name and father's name, you know, you will see the kingdom of heaven. And I said, well, you know, I, I became frustrated and, you know, like, what do I do? And then, you know, calmness came over me and it was just like, Pray. So, you know, instead of, you know, what normal people do is just call people names or do this or fire back some insults or whatever. Instead, I said, you know, I love you. And you know what? I forgive you. And I'm going to pray for you because God loves you. Okay. And he wants you to know this. And if you don't want to hear it from me, that's fine. Um, but I'll pray for you. And that's where I've, I've seen the biggest change in in me was like, instead of firing back insults or or whatever. You know, it's just like, okay, you know, all right, I get it. I'm sorry. You know, you feel that way. I love you. Father loves you. And you know what? I'm going to pray that someday, somehow, some way, you know, you will see the light and the love, which is God.
1: After watching this podcast, people may want to reach out to you and ask you questions or chat with you. Are you open to that? And if so, how should they reach you?
0: I would be more than happy to um, talk to anybody that, you know, would like to reach out because like I said, somebody may be on the verge. It's like, I'm in the middle of deconstruction. I've left Christianity. And again, I feel now sometimes that I've, and this is, this is ongoing right now that I feel like I abandoned God again and, and the Lord. And that is just from, organized religion pumping you full of fear and full of this and full of that and so while i'm I'm deconstructing myself i have to realize no my i follow the lord and i follow god and i follow his example and what he is and his love and if people i can't turn anybody away that may be on that cusp of whatever they're going through and they need that um that soul searching, that conversation that you and I are having, because, you know, you can text somebody and you don't get the feeling or the emotion. You see words, but when you can, somebody can reach out and talk to you and see this podcast and see the love, see the authenticity of what we're talking about. I can't turn anybody down. So the best way right at the moment, if they want to, you know, contact me would be to just do it via email. Um, If if they want to progress and like to talk or video chat, I would be more than happy to.
1: Do you want to tell everybody your email address?
0: (laughs) Sure. Um, Now, no capital letters. It's just my first name, Jason. Then underscore, again, no capital letters, Janice, J-A-N-A-S, at yahoo.com. And the best way would, you know, so it reaches me is just put, you know, N-D-E and, you know, your name, Jeff. So I know who they are and that they watched, you know, the video And that they just have questions, Um, and I expect a certain amount of animosity or people that, again, are you're just a liar, um, or you're this or that. And I get it, you know, and I'm not going to get angry by that. It's again, like I said, sometimes people just get lost, and you know, or jealous because you know they've been yearning for that their whole life, or they've been you know trying to get to that moment and. Um, the only thing that I can possibly say to them is that most of these things, if you not listen to everybody's including my own, because I was physically in the process of dying and, um, that's when my encounter happened. And even though I was out of harm's way, I still went through that experience and, um, is that's the only thing I can think of. So, you know, a certain amount of animosity or, you know. Disbelief, you know, is going to come and that's okay.
1: All right. Well, before we finish up, can you leave us with one last positive message?
0: Everybody, God loves you in ways that are indescribable here on this earth. Um, You are loved beyond measure. Um, You are seen. Um, You are heard. And um, I love you. Father loves you. The Lord loves you. And my message would be to everyone is just get rid of everything that's not God. And that's hate, you know, disbelief, you know, darkness, because God is light and love. And the absence of any of that is the absence of God. And um, just know that you are loved immensely and um just try and reach deep in your heart and get rid of all of that the negativity and the hate and just let love consume you and um that's 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 what i would have to say
1: well jason thank you so much for that message and thank you so much for being our guest today i really appreciate you and i wish you the best
0: Thank you very much for having me and God bless.
1: Thank you and God bless you. Thanks for watching the Jeff Mara podcast. I really appreciate you. Another way to show support is through YouTube memberships. And if you do, there are loyalty badges and other perks depending on your level of membership. All you need to do is click the join button underneath the video to find out more. Thank you for your support.